everyone, and welcome to Agents Unfiltered, where we talk about the do's, the don'ts, and the what the fucks of real estate. I'm Allie. This is Danielle. And I'm Cassie Day. Join the three of us every week as we deep dive into some wild real estate cases and give our take. We are not attorneys and want to make it clear that this podcast or any linked materials should not be construed as legal advice. Nor is this information a substitute for professional expertise. We are not lawyers, financial advisors, doctors, or mortgage lenders, but we are your new BFFs. I'm excited about today's case. Same. And I feel like it's perfect time of year to be talking about this because it's winter. And winter means I see conditions. Yeah. So should we go? I feel like what it's going to be about. I already know. Sure. Oh, I know. I was trying to keep it sneak those more. Okay. I'm listening. Okay, we guess what it is. I'm going to guess that someone was showing a house and someone didn't show the driveway. Someone bit it and then tried to sue them. You're pretty. Yeah, you're pretty on point. And I feel like if anyone is going to do a case of someone falling and getting injured, it's me because <laughs> like, yeah. how many times have I fallen and gotten injured showing houses? I slept on my this one time. Ooh. Ooh. went really hard. And I should have done that. No, darn it. Missed opportunities. Why did they run? Okay, so you ready? We're gonna we're gonna dive in. No chit chat today. We're gonna talk. Okay, I know. Well, you know, Matthew and Melissa Feinhart bought a new home in Iowa in 2017. So they moved out of the home that they owned and decided to use it as a rental. But after having this rental for a while, they decided that wasn't the life for them. So they put it on the market. With Joel Goch. Goch. I think that's how you say his name. Yeah, it was spelled like Gooch. G O E T S C. It is not. Oh. Okay. Well, we're going to go with it. With Iowa Realty Company, they put it on the market and it was vacant. So Matthew and Melinda aren't living in the area anymore. The house is vacant. Amanda DeSalso is a buyer looking in the area and she's scheduled a showing for December 28th at 9 30 a.m. And that night, there was kind of a winter storm. They got about an inch of snow. It was cold, and everything was icy and over. She texted her mom that morning before she left. Okay. Amanda texted her mom that morning to say, I'm a little worried about making this drive this morning. The roads are really slick. But in the end, she decided to go over the house. Okay. She arrived. Her agent was already there, waiting to let her in. She parked in the driveway, grabbed her coffee. 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 And stepped out of the car, and when she took a step forward away from her car, she fell on the ice and sustained injuries. Was she parked in the driveway? Or she, she parked in the driveway. Okay. So she was in the driveway when it occurred. Her very first step after getting out of the car, she fell and sustained injuries. I do not know the extent of her injuries. They did not already walk in. That's what I am thinking. But they didn't mention her coffee. They mentioned that she grabbed it out of the car. Okay. So maybe she like scalded herself with hot coffee or, you know, she was taxing. She she I know it would have been like a one thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. She would have broken arm, but not one. But my so. coffee would have been fake. But if I'm taking coffee in a car, you're for damn sure I'm going to spill it in a car. Yeah. So yeah. right after Danielle bought her new car, I was, and I had told her that I spilled coffee all the time. And she was like, okay, whatever. Ha ha. And then within like a week of getting her new car, I spilled an entire coffee on the screen. Before my children had a chance to damage the fire. I don't know how it happened. Okay. It just does. Cassie was also the first one to scratch my brand new appliance. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. 
That is mad. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. If it helps, okay. I told her face like I laid in bed that night and was like, I can't even fix it. There's nothing I can do. Oh, I've already hit her teeth. And now I scratched the brand new dryer and there's nothing I can do about it. Okay. So instead of paying rent when you live with me, I'm just breaking your shit. And was going after both the real estate company and Matthew and Melissa Feinberg, the homeowners, for medical injuries. In the but not her agent. Not her agent. Okay. Nope. No liability for her agent that she was. Okay. She claimed that the defendants were negligent because they failed to provide adequate warning about the icy driveway and failed to remedy the hazardous conditions. Iowa Realty argued that the property was not theirs. So it was not their responsibility to clear it and also argued that the danger in question was open and obvious. It was icy and snowy outside. That's, That's like what I was like there was a ditch in front of me, but I drove, I, into, I drove it. into it. Yeah. yeah. Or like I walked into a pole and I didn't see it, which I've done that. Probably suits and you made me think of how many times I have injured myself at people's homes. And but it's always my fault. And never once have I thought I'm going to sue them. You're a walking catch now. If you decide to do that, although you didn't think I was going to sue you after I broke my foot at your house, I really did think you were. Which is so funny. Never crossed my mind. Should have, but should have. You missed your opportunity. Yeah. It's too late now. Your foot's mostly healed. Uh, <laughs> mostly. Mostly. <laughs> Better me. But no one at their office was there when the accident occurred. So they said at the listing. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. None of our agents were there when it happened. It's not our job to clear the property, and it was clear that the weather was icy. Yeah, so that was their argument. The seller argued that they were unaware that there was a showing. The home was vacant, so the listing agent took care of scheduling showings and was responsible for making sure the home was safe and ready for people to view. They also expected the list agent to take care of anything like that because the list agent had helped clean, clear snow, Dried up floors after showing that there was a lot of water inside. I know. <laughs> my brain. Hey. And so because they were out of area, they thought it fell on the list agent to make sure that their home was safe to sell. So do we get to discuss before you tell us the verdict? We can. I would love to because I feel like once we know the verdict, it's going to be like so obvious. But that well, it's tricky, that right? Right? Yeah. it's tricky and it's hard because I feel like I have helped clients before with like stuff, you know, and then it's like, okay, but by helping them, are we putting them ourselves outside of our scope? I know that is the trouble. I feel yeah, like it is a few things. First of all, I feel like if the buyer had just, if it, if I feel like it's on the buyer, I feel yes. like it's on the buyer, mm -hmm. it's very obvious condition conditions outside and if it was icy everywhere like to me it's like if their driveway was just icy or just whatever you know like their sidewalk was icy because of buildup and like the streets weren't all icy and all that like that'd be different than it had been like long-term like not cared for which creates a problem as opposed to it being like a natural not disaster but like natural weather pattern right that like created that for everywhere so you yeah know that's happening yeah so my gut says it's on 
the buyer, mm-hmm. but one, I feel like her agent, which I'm, I'm glad she didn't go after her agent, yeah. but if that agent had been like, I wonder if they had said, Hey, hold on. Like it's slippery. Just be careful. Cause obviously yeah. they didn't walk up there too. And then like, would that constitute like as a warning for her? Yeah. You know, but then as far as the list agent and the seller go, I think there's always that little bit of property has to be cared for. Yes. So there are not dangers for the buyer, although it happened the night before. Mm-hmm. But sorry, go ahead. Off that news, yeah, sec, because that was like actually one of my trains of thought. Yeah, is you have to disclose like material facts. Like if there's a deck that people shouldn't be walking on, you're yeah. gonna tell people don't do that. But that's a material fact about the house. Is having ice on the driveway? That's not like a material fact about the house. Well, that's the thing. It's like, and you can't remedy that. But if, right. say it's like been vacant for months, right? And all throughout the winter, it's been like no one's cared for, right? And it's like melted snow on ice on melted snow like you know that it snows and melts and ice and whatever and it hasn't been cared for at all and like that's a hazard outside of like the normal conditions that are happening I can mm-hmm. see that being a liability yeah. because it's like you know deferred care that has created this issue yeah but the thing that gets me is that agent did all these other things uh-huh. so there was an assumption because yeah. when you're putting your home for sale you're like okay it's available to show yeah. And if there are conditions that the owner was like, well, we don't have to worry about that. We don't have to worry about having someone like snow or driveway because the agent's going to take care of it because they did all these other things, which yeah. is outside of scope. Then I think it created a liability that otherwise wouldn't have been there. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Anyways, those are my all yeah. the thoughts. These are great thoughts. I'm very curious. Exactly what I was thinking when I was reading it. So the district court basically said that that you took on the burden by doing those things for your client and took on the liability, mm-hmm. but it was appealed and taken to the Iowa Supreme Court. Okay. And they determined that the homeowner's not the brokerage retained immediate authority and control over the property despite its vacant status. So they vacated it and cleared the real estate company, but went after the owner. Yeah. And that's where your insurance comes in. Yeah, sure. So sure. it then became, it didn't tell anyone. Oh my God. Then that person can really afford a house. Yeah. Because then it was dealt with between the insurance company and them. So, but the, the real estate company was ended up being found not liable. However, in the, dis- in the original district court, they were. And so I feel like this comes back to us we as agents have to stay within our scope and not be stepping outside of it because if it hadn't gotten appealed and up to Iowa, then they would have been paid. And you know what solves all of this is when you have a vacant listing, if you have it in writing as to who is responsible yeah. for what, right? Because yeah. sometimes it's like, okay, we're helping clean because it needs to happen before or whatever, or we need a contractor there because our sellers can't. But if it's like an ongoing, continuous like thing that needs to be done specifically, I feel like it should be in writing. Yes. It should be on the listing agreement mm-hmm. that, you know, agent is responsible for clearing driveways or yes. the seller is responsible for making sure the home is accessible mm-hmm. um, and like snow plowing or snow blowing or whatever, because yeah, I see how it went both ways. Honestly, uh, like I, I mean, it's a kind of a tricky one. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't put any fault on the buyer mm-hmm. just because the whole area had been. Well, like she had texted, like it's in the court document mm-hmm. that there are texts between her and her mom that morning yeah. where she says, it's really slippery outside. I don't know if I should drive to this showing. 
and then still decided to go. So that's interesting. And then like, this is perfect. What if I just live on the eye? I don't know, right? Well, yeah. it makes me think like, I mean, I think of some of the houses we've left to be, you know, like the driveways are so steep. That makes me think like, yeah. was it a deep driveway? Yeah. Like, uh, probably not because she wasn't down in fall or whatever, right. but like, and also like, I so wonder like what the extent of her injuries were. I'm, I'm like, like, oh, like, I mean, and in like age, well, she took, I don't know. I'm like, if you're older, like you broke a hip, like that's a severe injury. Yes. But like, if you're sprained your ankle or like got a hematoma, right? On your elbow, like, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, like, I don't I know. Bills from the, I mean, I got a hematoma. I know that's why I said that. Um, it's worse than a bruise. It's fun instead of breaking your shoulders. Oh, I never knew what a hematoma was. Thanks for me, Cassie. Because yeah. I was roller skating with my kids and like, I know what a hernia is. Yeah. And I know another age word that I would say. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> We were playing tag balls on roller skates. That sounds awesome. It was so fun until I fell and hit my elbow on sidewalk, and I got this huge egg-sized blood bubble. Yeah, <laughs> not the one. And they take months and months to finally go away. The one that I got on my shin falling down your porch stairs. You got one there. Yeah. That one was like there for probably like seven months before it fully went away. Oh my gosh, I know. That one. Oh, it was like it was like there was literally an egg in my in my pants. But basically, she fell down like two stairs. Yeah. No, actually, she kind of fell up. Didn't she fall? No, I fell down. I was going down to take care of our neighbor's cat. So I was like running down their stairs and fell and hit my shin on the edge of one of the stairs. I was make sure that it was like you running up. No. No, so funny. And your dad was walking down the sidewalk, and I was like, "Please say you did not see that just happen." Uh-huh. I just hopped up like nothing happened, and just kept them as usual. Very usual. Yeah, yeah. It's it's nice here. And that's great. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that is an interesting. Yeah, and they said accordingly. We hold that a listing agent who is not present and whose role is limited to granting access does not normally owe a duty of due care to person who. I mean, I think then that's a fair rule. I think that there is a little bit of gray because they were caring for the property. But the Iowa thing is not the contracts that are doing that for you. No. And so, like, then I feel like it's not the contract, it's kind of on that person, on the owners. But also, like, I wonder, like, that probably wasn't the first snowstorm in Iowa in December 28th. Like, was he previous? Like, he probably wasn't previously shoveling or. Well, he said that he had been previously shoveling. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, that he had gone to the house to like mop up the floors from the wet coming in and clear the driveway yeah. here at the sidewalk. At the end of the day, that person just a freaking badass. I've never so soon. Well, I mean, you should. And like, here, like, so I had a showing. I've had very few, not gonna wait, like injuries to mm-hmm. myself or clients or anything like that on all my showings over the years. But I have this one that I has stuck with me, like, because it was just so, I felt so bad, mm-hmm. but it was one of those things where it's like, I had no idea, but now I mention it every time I go into a showing with little kids. Yeah. Specifically. So I was showing some clients and we went to see the phone and I feel like it was vacant or it was like, it must not have been vacant. It must have had like a just limited minimalist amount of furniture in it. And they have three little kids and their daughter was probably like three or four at the time. And she went running into the house and she ran, like the kids were just kind of like running around a little bit. And she went up and um, they had like tag or whatever. And she touched the fireplace glass and it had must have just been turned off. Oh, honey. And her hand like bubbled. And mm-hmm. I just remember thinking like, oh my God, I don't even know what to do. I felt so bad. I'm like, they're coming out of town. I mean, it was awful. Oh. And I mean, they handled it so like, 
nicely. And I just felt so bad because it's like never gone. I mean, the fireplace wasn't on. Yeah. But those glass, like the it glass was so hot. Gas, it hit so it hot. Hit so hot. And and part of me was like, man, whoever like which, you know, it's cold out. Like the owner probably just like turned it off and didn't think twice about it. But it, it made me think, and I mentioned it to my seller, but yeah. of like, hey, you know, if the fireplace has recently been on, maybe either like leave it on if you're just leaving from the yeah. showing or put a little note that it was just on. And then I always tell my buyers, like, yeah. hey, just be careful. I have this happen because it just stressed me out so bad. And I just thought that poor kid. Oh, baby. Oh my gosh. I never, it was, it was really, I don't know. That's like the one I remember the most. Yeah. And I just felt oh, so yeah. terrible for her because they were just like having fun and they were just, you yeah. know, they weren't being wild. They yeah. just, oh. anyways, so yeah. definitely something that yeah. I think is important for us to like keep in mind. Like yeah. injuries happen. We can't prevent all of them. No, but yeah. And the one that I thought was interesting, which I'm curious about, which I don't really know how all this works. I've never sued anyone, but this happened in December and she didn't file until July. So I'm like, was she still dealing with her injury until then? And then it was resolved or okay, flip side. Maybe she did get pretty hurt and didn't do anything at first, but it was still affecting her life. And what if she like didn't have the money to afford a hospital bill on it? Well, and honestly, that's what homeowners insurance is for. I mean, I was an insurance agent for a few years before I became a realtor. Yeah. And your homeowner's policy covers personal injury on property, which is why I thought you'd assume you you fell down your stairs and broke my foot. Because your homeowner's insurance covers that. I fell down my stairs and broke your foot. (laughs) But. I don't know what I just said. You know what I mean. You know what you mean. I'm saying. I would say, yeah, but you like a homeowner's You can, but like you don't want to overutilize. No, I feel like that's the problem is like, then what does it look like for those homeowners moving forward? They end up. Well, it does does affect your your premium. See? And it's a matter of like whose fault was it? You know, like I, someone when I was in insurance, like, was mowing the lawn, the lawn and there was gravel. And when they went over the gravel, it shot out from under the lawnmower and hit people and like hit someone in the eye. What an accident. Oh, great accident. God. And their homeowners insurance covered him because he drove over rocks and it hit, it hit someone and someone was hurt, but he had the protection. And I feel like that's a case where it's like, yeah, that was my fault. Yeah. I have this insurance for a reason. So I wonder if part of the reason it took so long is because they were trying to go for the homeowner's insurance mm-hmm. and the homeowner's insurance was fighting it. Well, they'll, they will fight it. Yeah. But I wonder yeah. if that's why like it got delayed all the way to Yeah. When we fell off of um, my friend's trampoline and broke her arm, Yeah, I was in tr- insurance at the time. So I knew that if I told them it was someone else's health, our health insurance wouldn't cover it and they'd go after her. And so I was really clear. It was our house. It was our trampoline and our insurance covered it. But if they know that it's at someone else's house, they'll want to go through their homeowner's insurance and not your health insurance. Wild. Isn't that wild? Yeah. So yeah. I bet you that probably took part, like took a long time. Yeah. I mean, I mean the owners could have bought it too, but I could see them being like, well, we'll turn it over to our homeowners. And yeah. Then the homeowners bought it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, better have homeowner's insurance. Yeah, better. And be well covered. I think that's something. Yeah. And have renter's insurance. Yeah. You have renter's rent insurance. insurance like 20 it's so cheap. And if you have a car, it's going to make your car insurance cheaper too. Usually it's probably cheaper, cheaper to have them both. Or you break them. Mm-hmm. It's usually cheaper to have both because it saves you so much on your that's policy. Cool. And if you're like, if you're a apartment building, or like with a medical late fires, 
renters getting the renters insurance, their stuff wasn't covered. Yeah. And renting, like getting a new place, finding a place to stay while you find a new place, like none of that's going to be covered if you don't insure. Yeah. Yeah. Insurance is important for sure. It's very important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's kind of crazy though. I don't know. Yeah. We got to learn our rules that day, but you got to have insurance. Got to have insurance, yeah. Mm -hmm. And good coverage, because something good I feel like we've run into a lot recently, now that we're on this topic, yeah, is people not being covered for the cost to rebuild, yeah. or not being covered for like adequate value, mm -hmm. as opposed to like for, for like their improvements, yeah. or additions. Because like a lot of people get insurance, you don't think about like, oh, calling my insurance, make sure now they're covering yeah. X, Y, and Z. It's just like. And asking your agent, is my homeowner's insurance covering for placement cost? or actual cash value. Mm -hmm. Because if it's replacement cost, they're gonna cover it for what it would cost to replace all of the things to rebuild today. Yeah. And actual cash value is just a number they crunch. Yeah. There's no there's no going into what you've improved, what it's gonna cost to rebuild. And so insurance agents don't always clarify that with you. And I had a client go through that this year where they didn't realize that their policy wasn't covering them very well. And when they fully lost their home, their payout was ridiculous. It was. Yeah. That was really. It was heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, which is awful mm -hmm. because then if that person chose to rebuild, yep, they wouldn't have had the money to rebuild. No. Is that correct? That's yeah. correct. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. So make sure you're doing your due diligence. Do your due diligence. Wear good shoes if you're walking on ice. If yeah, you're or just agent, choose not to go. If you just choose not to go, if you're an agent, don't offer to do things that are out of the scope of what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Or grenading, writing. Yeah. Cover your butt. Yeah. It's important. It's important. So, hey, okay. good one. Thank you yeah. for covering our asses today. <laughs> I'm not researching against that. I promise I will have a court case next time. So, yeah. okay. On record. On record. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. 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 bye.